Hello and welcome to the Simply Mental Podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Huntsville, Alabama. We're the only podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier life emotionally and mentally. I am your host, Chris DePew, and I sure am glad that you joined us today. This week's episode is brought to you by Magnolia Ranch Recovery. Magnolia Ranch Recovery is a drug and alcohol treatment center like no other. Situated in a small farm in the foothills of Middle Tennessee, they say their clients learn and live in celestial serenity. Now that does sound nice. They offer equine therapy and other therapies along with traditional alcohol and drug treatment. As far as the rest of the treatment goes, it is given to you by some of the finest counselors in the state of Tennessee. They are a 15-bed facility, so therefore they're able to offer you individualized treatment like no other center can. If you'd like more information, about Magnolia Ranch Recovery, please call 888-992-7955. Hello, friends, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Simply Mental Podcast. I'm your host, Chris DePew, and I'm so glad you joined us today. Well, this week, we're going to continue our talk on the five aspects of life that I think are important for everyone to focus on. I'm back in the office today with the regular setup, so uh, you probably won't hear me stomping around in the leaves too much this episode, and I hope that's okay with you. All right, so to remind you and catch catch everybody up, the five aspects of life that I really think are important for everybody to work on can be remembered by the word spies, S-P-I-E-S. And I think, um, well, okay, so we'll go through those five. That's spiritual, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. We covered the first two in episode four, so if you need to go back and listen to episode four so that you can catch up and stay on the same page with this, uh, you can do that. I'll drop a link to episode four in the show notes. That way you can jump straight to it from this episode. Uh, So the first episode we covered social and physical, or I'm sorry, spiritual and physical. Uh, And so those are the first two letters that we covered. Um, The three that we'll cover today, I'll go ahead and finish the word out, and those three are intellectual, emotional, and social. All right. So intellectual, that's the first, that's the next letter in the word. What does intellectual mean? Well, intellectual means that we need to work on our brain every day. It means do something that stretches our brain, helps us to learn something new maybe, uh, or maybe that uh, we, we didn't, we haven't learned about it in a long time. So for a lot of people that might mean that, hey, I want to go back to school. Well, that's great. That's a good way to stretch your intellectual ability. Other ways uh, to learn something new every day is YouTube. YouTube has tons of videos on how to do just about anything you could ever want to do. And so you can go on YouTube and find out how to build or make or do really anything that there is. There's a couple other websites that are really good for learning how to do new things. One of them is called lynda.com, and that's L-Y-N-D-A.com. They aren't a sponsor uh, of the podcast, but just know that Lynda is a paid service, but they give you like a, sometimes you can find 30-day free trials with Lynda, and their videos done by professionals uh, in the industry as opposed to um, watching just anybody make a video about uh, a certain topic. And so they're very um, they're very good videos, very well put together, and you can actually learn how to do just about anything from lynda.com as well. Um, everything from computer programming to how to make a podcast to, well, really anything. So try lynda.com uh, as well to stretch out your intellectual muscles. Um, it, it doesn't really have to be that as well. It doesn't have to be learning from a video or watching videos to learn how to do something. Reading a good book can be just as intellectually stimulating as anything else. So if you want to read a good book, get back into reading maybe and try to stay 
away from any kind of short-term reading. So if you've got, you know, ju- if you just read Twitter and the headlines every day, you might want to dig a little deeper. I- I'm looking for some more deeper reading material than than just Twitter and the headlines on the news. Okay, so we'll talk. We're talking more th- more along lines of uh, long-form articles, uh, things like the New Yorker, other long-form media. It's actually a website. I think it's longform.org. But anyway, there there's there are, there are websites out there. There are publications that still publish long form media, and that's what I'm looking for uh, more so than like Twitter 140 characters. Although I know they're upping it, um, but I, I'm looking for more long form stuff. Okay, so why is it important to work on intellectual? It's important to work on your intellectual. Uh, abilities because it keeps us sharp. It keeps the brain focused. It keeps the brain growing. Uh, we're learning new things every day that doesn't keep us stagnant. We realize or we, we act as if we're learning new things every day and it helps us to boost self-confidence. It helps to boost self-worth. All things that can lead to negative places if we don't work on them. But your intellectual ability will help you feel better about yourself in overall terms. Okay, so you'll feel better. Um, you'll feel better about your smarts which will make you feel better overall mental health to work on intellectual parts of your life uh, whenever you can okay i try to try like i said before i say work on these try to work on these every day Uh, if you're not working on them every day it would be best to make sure you've tried to work on all of these uh, every week okay so at least every week try to make it every day that you work on these all right so the next one's emotional and your emotional work is uh, going to be determined uh, by you, really, and what kind of emotional work you need to be doing. Um, I think that I told you, I think I've touched on before in some of the other podcasts that I'm a very emotionally focused therapist. So what that means is that I really feel like our emotions drive most of our behaviors. And so if our emotions are driving our behaviors and we get consequences from behaviors, so what, what we're looking at is emotions being really in control of our entire life. And so emotions are very, very important to get in touch with, to understand why you feel certain ways, to understand things that make you feel a certain way, and to know why we want to feel those ways when those things happen. And that's very, very important. It's, you know, A lot of people refer to it as emotional IQ. It's just being in touch with how you feel in a given moment. If you know how you feel in a given moment, then you know you have control over it and you can change it if you need to. I fully believe that all of us can learn our emotions enough to guard ourselves from the emotions that we don't necessarily have to feel and allow affect us. Now we're gonna we want to feel all of our emotions, but we there are some emotions that we don't want to lead to negative behaviors that cause negative consequences. And so when you're in control of those emotions, then you understand. Um, you, you, you're better capable, I guess, is a better way to put that, uh, of controlling your behavior that leads to consequence. So we want to be always focused on emotions, uh, be always focused on how we feel in any given situation, okay? And that'll help us with emotions. What are some ways to do this? I'm a big fan of journaling. Journaling is a really good way to get in touch with emotions or to talk about the way that you feel every day or throughout the day and really kind of process it in a deeper way. There's a cognitive link between handwriting and our brain and it allows us to feel and experience emotions in a different way when we handwrite, like in a journal. And so I think it's super important to journal some. Journal about what's going on with your day. Journal about what's going on with you, how you feel, what made you feel a certain way who kind of made you mad that day journal about anything but what it does is it allows you to reach down and, and really start to understand what makes you feel a certain way 
uh, when it makes you feel that way. Okay, so it's really important. Journaling is a really good way. I'm um, going to a counselor if you if you need professional help. Going to a counselor, they're always going to help you with emotional IQ because most of us understand the the tie-in between behavior and emotion. And so you'll work you'll work on emotional well-being in a, in a therapy session, no matter really what, what therapist you're going to. So with the, uh, that's another way to work on emotional growth. There's there's many other ways. I'll try to list some maybe in the show notes that I didn't mention on the podcast, but there's a lot of different ways to work on emotions. All right. The next, I guess the last topic that we really need to cover is social and social. We are social creatures. We like being social. We like having, uh, we like having people around. We like talking to people. We like being in community. Matter of fact, I really think that as a human, we really are driven towards community we are really healthier emotionally and mentally when we are doing life in community. Uh, and what that means is that when you have a group of people that you do life with, that's really doing life in community. It means you, it means you go and you, uh, you got to eat with, uh, friends, you, uh, you meet them maybe at church or uh, other activities, but you all get together and you, you go through life together. You help each other out through life. You find what works, what doesn't work together. Um, and, and life is better lived that way. And for the most part, we all kind of crave that social side. Now, for some of you, when you're, if your social life wasn't healthy, uh, we might need to change some of our social life. That means if we're hanging around maybe people, and I don't want to use the parenting term of the wrong crowd, but if we're hanging out with people who do not bring the best qualities out in us, then perhaps our social life needs to change. Maybe we need to look at doing a different kind of social life or having different people in our lives socially than we had before. And what this does... What being being in a social group or being in a positive social situation and doing life together really allows you to see life from different perspectives because each of us come with our own baggage into any kind of relationship, even even a friendship. We all come with our different baggage. We all come from a different upbringing. We all had different parents. And when we do life together, we really get a better worldview of how things work. Now, again, if you're going to hang out with the same folks that you've always hung out with, if you're going to hang out with the same kind of people that you are, socioeconomic and otherwise, then perhaps you're not going to be get this varied, wide, you know, this wider uh, worldview. So I always encourage people to kind of have a community made up of a lot of different kind of people that come from different backgrounds, because we need this different worldview. We need to be able to see the world through other people's lens and if we're able to do that through this community of being social together then we're really on a really good start to emotional well-being and mental well-being because we realize that not everything it's it doesn't become an echo chamber uh, where everything is the same everybody's saying the same things came from the same kind of upbringing uh, so i encourage everybody to reach out and make their social circle a lot bigger than just those that are in their same socioeconomic economic or come from the same background. Um, life is better when we understand the world from different worldviews, and that's a really good way to do it, is to increase your social circle outside of the, the normal for you, whatever that looks like, the, the same socioeconomic and background statuses that you kind of have always been associated with. Try to reach out beyond that to gain a different, to gain a different lens to look at the world through. 
um, we will see we'll see other people's pains and other people's problems differently if we're able to kind of know that different cultures and different types of people um, go through life differently and it will it'll really enrich in your life if you'll attempt to do that okay Okay, so that kind of sums up the word spies and the five aspects of life that we need to work on every day in order to be mentally and emotionally healthier. Um, so let's do a recap. So the word uh, is spies, S-P-I-E-S, and those, those letters indicate the five areas of life. So we're talking about spirituality, physical side, intellectual side, emotional side, and social side. So those are the five aspects of life. And again, I didn't come up with this. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw this somewhere and just kind of learned that, uh, learned it, uh, le- learned it through the word spies. Um, and uh, that's just how I've kind of interpreted it from that point forward. And I've kind of found the value in my own life of having that. So um, I didn't make it up. So don't don't nobody go around saying, hey, Chris made up this this cool way to remember this. I didn't I, I didn't come up with it. Um, but it is a really good way to learn about five aspects of life and for you to remember. How to work on those every day. So it was, again, it was spirituality, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, get in touch with a higher power. I think that we're, uh, as humans, we are drawn towards something bigger than us. I just feel like that's kind of how we were made. Um, then there's the physical. Doesn't mean that you have to go and join Zumba or that you've got to pay a lot of money for a gym membership. What it means is that you need to increase your daily activities, your physical activities, more than you would normally have, okay? Intellectual, stretch the brain muscle. Stretch the brain, it's not a muscle, but stretch the brain out uh, and learn new things every day. Um, Try to figure out something new. If you've got hobbies that you want to take up, maybe you want to go back to school. Uh, YouTube has videos on how to do just about anything. Lynda.com as well as is a, is a really good resource. L-Y-D-N-L-Y-N-D-A, Lynda.com. Um, so work on your intellectual. Uh, emotional, that means do the hard work on emotions. Understand your emotion, uh, your emotions. Understand why you feel the way you do. Um, journaling is a really good way to help understand understand emotion for yourself and to kind of explore why you feel the way that you feel during certain situations. And then the last one is social. And that means being around people, doing life in community. These are all important things for life. We're meant to be in community. We're healthier when we're doing life together. Okay. Well, I really appreciate uh, what you've done uh, listening and, and, and I appreciate if you're putting in the work on these five areas. I sure hope that it, you're seeing the payoff. Um, again, I'm, I'm Chris DePew. I'm your host. I want to thank Magnolia Ranch Recovery for sponsoring this episode today. This has been the Simply Mental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind everybody that the information shared in this podcast is not meant to replace the information from a professional. So if you need a professional, please be sure to reach out and find a professional in your area. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes and also rate in iTunes. We'll see you next time.